1: Josh's game is considering what he does for a living and pounding that he takes on his body, the fact that he's been able to play this game, and you can see the enjoyment that he has, the addiction that he has for, for the game of golf. He asks unbelievable questions today about how he can get better, that only athletes really can you know, ask those type of questions, and that's what's neat about being able to play with athletes, see how their, their brain works. We're very similar across the board, whether we're playing you know football or golf or, or baseball. How we look at things are, are very you know, consistent.
3: Tiger Woods, I believe he shot one over at Riviera today. Talking about Josh Allen, who he played with yesterday. Very cool. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog, here. We've got a couple of breaking announcements here uh, pertaining to the Sabres with the news that they've called up Dustin Tokarski, goalie from Rochester. And they're now saying that Lukanen is day-to-day with a lower body injury. So probably that means he won't be in this in the game the night, and maybe it'll be Comrie.
4: Ugh! All caps. Ugh. That's it. There's your there's your analysis. Not Levi. Back, back to you in the studio. I respect them not bringing Levi up here. Okay. Um, I, I just let him go somewhere, get in a groove. Fine. Right. Rochester. Good. Um, Lukanen has been one of the very best goalies in the league for more than a month. Yep. <sighs> that just sucks. <laughs> just, that just, that's just, that is so, that is so tough. So tough. Ugh. get
3: up, to- get him out of your fantasy lineups. Yeah. Lukanen.
4: tough. Day to day.
3: Day-to-day. Lower body. They also put Jack Quinn on IR, which I guess they hadn't done.
4: Yeah, I saw that looking at their cap friendly the other day.
3: Needed the spot for Tokarski. Yeah. right, pregame coming up in less than half an hour. Steve is next. Hi, Steve.
1: Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, There's a lot to mine from from 16 years of dysfunction with the hockey team, so I mean lots of stuff, but I think the worst decision the Sabres made was the summer of 2015, the Orion O'Reilly acquisition, you had engendered goodwill with the Sabres fan base. You didn't have the longest playoff route yet. You had the number two overall pick. Vibes are good, and you go and you push push fast forward on a on a rebuild. But the team that had no depth was historically terrible and had no prospects really because the picks from the 2009, 8, 9, 10, 11 draft weren't really good. So. You had a cupboard of assets, a cupboard of potential future, and then you blow it away on a, on a center that you have to pay huge money to now. So now you went, went from one summer, in the, in the morning of that first-round day, you had cap space and draft picks, and then you blow it away on a, on a, a first-round pick for a goalie who wasn't very good, didn't work out, and a very expensive acquisition on two players that are not on your team and I think to this day, I'd still rather have JT Conker, the 31st overall pick, and Nikita Zabarov. I think I'd still rather have that because you gave yourself more road to grow with the team and have future. So it just – all the Tim Murray moves, man, we're all just guy at the, at the craps table, guy at the blackjack table who's losing big and chasing it, chasing it. Go, no, let it ride, let it ride, let it ride. And you just ran out of road before you even got on the track. All he had to do was be smart, savvy, and conservative with a team that was historically terrible and tons of future ahead of it. And instead he pushed fast forward with a team that had no business making that acquisition. And I understand people loved Brian O'Reilly at the time, and that was a popular move, but gave a good copy and all that stuff. But I just there was no reason for that. That was a reckless acquisition, and they're still paying for that to this day.
3: Interesting. I mean in fairness, since you know that Comfer and Zadorov are in the league. O'Reilly is also still in the league and, you know, effective enough. Um, you, like, th- this is a reasonable choice. It wouldn't be mine. It wouldn't be mine. I thought you can criticize Murray for being aggressive. He really wasn't losing, in your metaphor there at the tables yet. Uh, he just did not have a par- I think, I think, it was not his plan to be here long term. It was just pedal down, which, <laughs> like I, I'm saying, the same thing you are. That's obviously what it was, but I I didn't blame him for it. In fact, in this show today, talking about like what fans think, they would say the Sabers' biggest mistake was of all these years. I've also heard firing him <laughs> as as <laughs> right. the choice. Right. So really, about like what. Your appetite was for how aggressive they were. This caller's was uh, negative toward that, and mine, mine wasn't. I mean, O'Reilly was good, and I don't think the Sabers needed to be to slow play their development.
4: Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, I, I we, we all obviously know how it ended. Um, I, I, I I I liked it. I like I liked I liked Murray's style with that. The cane trade that preceded that, even um, in that in that winter, knowing he wasn't going to be able to play, um, you know, they they, they it, it felt like, and I guess, you know, I guess we we all learn we all learn as we go, right? It felt at the time like, all right, well, I've got the top end of my lineup solidified. I'll just figure out the rest. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that didn't. It's not that easy. But that guess, didn't work. Right? Not that easy. <laughs> um, you know, the play the players, Komfyrin off were the you know, it, there are picks, obviously, too. Um, those guys are, like, zadorov has been a journeyman. Like, he's a, he's a certain, he's got a certain style. He's he's a pretty physical guy in, in today's game. And, you know, Comfer's a, a nice piece, but he's not a meter mover to me. Um, so, you know, what what did I give up there? I mean, I, I, I don't know. And, and, and Comfer's on now a third team, I think. He's moved on from Colorado. I know that. I can't remember where he is now um but you know so what what is that i, I think he's in detroit actually comfort ha ha detroit that there's the one of the three teams in this division that were all sort of grouped together somebody's going to step up and detroit is the one that did so m- maybe comfort's the key to it all i don't know um i would have made that trade is is all i'm saying and i and i know how that looks like i, I would have gotten fired too i suppose but that i would have made that trade
3: Thanks for the call. That was that was uh, thought-provoking. David is next. Hi David.
0: Hey guys. Um look some of these calls I have been listening to for the past few hours are just it reminds me of people in Buffalo complaining about it's too cold in winter, it's too hot in the summer. I really think you know, I mean the past 14 games, I, I did the math. So past 14, not including tight, eight wins six losses, uh, three shutouts in that span. So I don't think we're doing horrible. I mean, uh, people are making this uh, this out to be like it's a Kevin Adams, uh, Don Granado type of thing. And we just had a 7-0 shutout <laughs> the other night. So where are we going? I don't think we're doing too bad. I think people are looking at the glass half. Are less filled than, you know, half. So I, I wish they would take a step back, look at what we got, look at what's going, and I don't want to, oh, I guess I'm going to say it, trust the process, you know? what? What is uh, the process? Well, you know, Bulldog, you were saying earlier that, you know, he's a go, 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 we'll learn the mistakes and stuff like that, and he's not doing things to change a little thing, but he put, He put Thompson on the penalty kill, and what did that result in? It resulted in an injury. You know, those are things that are happening, are taking place, and they're minute maybe, but those are things that are happening. He's not just a go-go-go guy.
4: No, no, you know, no. No, the point about go, go, go was offense, offense. Don't worry about mistakes. We're young. Okay. We need to figure out what our potential is and what your ceilings are as players in the NHL. And now he's had to sort of pull that back in to be more responsible and play defense. And I was worried when they committed to him as their long term head coach whether he could wear both of those hats, whether the players would receive the different sure. message the same way as they received the fun message.
0: Okay, yeah. Okay, I get your point. I get your point. But the fact remains is that the fan base is again all about attacking a coach. I mean, can I can I ask you guys a question? Who was the coach that we were gunning for way back that ended up in Toronto and didn't work? And he was a high-level coach. Mike Babcock you're thinking of. Okay, so there you go. What is that point? The point is, Mike, is that Sometimes it doesn't matter about the coach and, and the players. It, it's a combination thereof. And getting to that level of combination. Okay. Let okay. Me- I'm, I'm,
3: I'm, I think I'm good. I'm just sort of numb at this point. Just, just the, I know, my. The simple idea of cutting the season off this year at when, when they started to go eight and six to me is just like a remarkable way of explaining how they're actually not bad. I mean, eight and six is what? anyway. Why, why? Why even do that? Why? Why even pick an arbitrary point in the middle of the season? I mean, they're also one and zero, and they're and they and they did not even give up a goal. I I'm not saying that the guy's terrible or anything like that. I'm just used to the Sabers. It maybe Granado will uh, ride this out and be the exception, and everybody can you know celebrate. But waiting too long in these sort of seasons where as they're going on, you sort of you're in the mix for the playoffs and your team, your team is struggling with consistency or offense. In this year's case, the power play, it's different things, different times. And it just doesn't seem like an organization that's willing to move. That's not just the coach. That's also the roster this year. They have been especially stagnant and that's frustrating to me. And if, if fans sound too critical to you, I don't even really know what you're listening to because most of the calls we've taken today have been the last about the last decade, <laughs> rather than this team. Are we? Are, is, is there some parallel show we're we're hosting where people are calling in to criticize Don Granado? I've made it for three people do that all season on our show, but I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Anyway,
4: I I've I I mean I I meant what I said a little while ago. Like I've enjoyed hearing from. I think the calls have been great today. Um, and I never know what we're going to get when we open up for, for Sabres calls.
3: But they haven't been about him or this year's no, I, team at I, all. I know,
4: barely. I, I know. He's come up. We've, I've talked about him. Uh, I don't know. The the, the the caller's overall point is be patient. O- okay. I, I, I want the guy to know. I want you to have the self-awareness to know that to the vast majority of people who care about this hockey team, you are the one who sounds like you're talking crazy. <laughs> Yeah. If you're if you're calling this show, which to me has been very reasonable and measured today, in the face of a thirteenth year out of the playoffs in a league where half the teams make it every year, and you're saying people are overreacting and being impatient, I mean I, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. I mean, I thank thank you for calling, thank you for listening. I can't help you.
3: If eight and six were like ten and four
4: I know it's just That's eight that. and six. That's the other what, thing. What's that? Like, uh, like at one point, Paul pa, pa, pa will be able to fill this in for us when when he when he joins us to start uh, pregame. But th- there was maybe maybe when they got back from the break, um, I, I know I mentioned this to Zach. Whatever their record was in the previous fifteen games, it was like a g- with, with uh, overtime losses and everything. It was like a game over five hundred, maybe like eight six and one, like the caller's talking about, right? And if if they could play at that pace, they'd be on this pace for the year, and that would be a playoff spot. And in my head, I'm going eight and seven isn't even good. <laughs> like, what are we talking about? They can't even they can't even like meet the the minimum criteria to be like decent. Like, you're you're you know, all you gotta do is be like a couple games over five hundred, like actually really over five hundred, and they can't do that.
3: They're going they're going to win the night. Absolutely. I mean, this is we're we're, we're
4: that's why I This is the second right
3: the second game day in a row where we're just <laughs> losing it about the Sabers. Look how well we we did on Tuesday. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog pregame at 6, Florida in town this is
2: WGR. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is
1: essential that we conclusively Sports.
0: Clock at 4. Donchich.
2: The step back three. You bet.
0: Music. You set my world on fire. Yes,
2: and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or...